Hello, very good morning, everyone. Can you hear me, guys? Okay? Fine, yeah. Sunny day, beautiful. I invite you to open your Bible in John chapter 20. Just follow me in this text. If you are watching this later on Facebook, I don't know, uh, welcome to join with us in John chapter 20. Guys, uh, I was reading this <clears throat> from verse 10. <clears throat> and I remember uh, two years ago, I was driving taking the girls to the circus. The girls, they were little. I was in the back seat, I was driving, everybody was singing, happy in the car, Giovanna wore, I think she was working, I don't know, it was just me and the three girls. And we were going to the circus. Suddenly, I forget. I forgot where I was going to, I forgot the way, where I was driving, everything. My brain came like a blank page. In a few seconds, and and I stopped the car and the girls were asking, oh, daddy, how is everything? Oh, it's fine, just give me a few minutes. I remember this moment in my life uh, while I was reading John chapter 20 from verse 10. If you read with me, John chapter 20 from verse 10. Then the disciples went back to their homes, but Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have been taking my Lord away, she said. I don't know how where uh, they have put him at this she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not realize that it was Jesus. Woman, he said. And again, the next uh, the question, the same question again. Why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? God sometimes is ironic. Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward, oh, this is so beautiful. She turned toward him and crying out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet returned to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my father and your father to my God and your God. So I was there driving the car. I stopped the car and for a gap of three or, I don't know, five minutes, my brain was blank and I was in despair. Wow, what I'm doing here? Why I'm driving this car here? After three or five minutes, everything came to the normal. Later on, I was checking what's happening. Uh, what happened and the doctor said Danny this is a stress you are in a burnout and you are fighting battles that are not real in that time I was running a business and I was helping many different churches. and every weekend I was preaching different places and receiving in our home hurt people from different churches, full of doing a lot of things in the same time but I could see that I was fighting battles only in my head. 
I didn't need to embrace all of that situation. So I was kind of having this unnecessary sufferings. Unnecessary sufferings. Because sometimes we see more with our emotions than with our eyes. And this is the situation with Mary. We have no time now, it's just in a few minutes. But if you read later on, chapter 20, verse 1, the, first, uh, the very first sign and evidence about Jesus' resurrection was this stone wasn't there in the, the entrance of the tomb. So she saw no stone, two angels, the empty tomb, all the signs that Jesus was alive, but she couldn't see because she was ambushed tricked she was seen with her emotions not with, with, with her eyes this is our life sometimes so <laughs> the same reason for joy and celebration was the reason for her sadness and sorrows and she was in despair james chapter one let me read here for you verse two consider it pure joy my brothers whenever you face trials of many kinds trials of many kinds joy because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance you see mary lost blame uh, blind lost confused in verse 19, you see the disciples of Jesus all together in a room with the doors locked because of the fear. And if you keep reading verse 25, 24, 25, you see Thomas totally unbelief. So you see confusion, you see people lost, it's your fear, you see unbelief. But Jesus was there. So this text is not about Mary or Thomas or the disciples. It's about me and you. Because sometimes we have all the signs of God's presence around us. But we keep insisting uh, to see the things from our emotions. With our brain or our mind. And we are fighting wars. Not real wars. Not real battles <laughs> but jesus called her by the name jesus knows you jesus knows you in your emotions and your feelings the way that you like your coffee and sometimes when you cannot believe when you are full of fear when you are not seeing jesus in your life when god is not available in your mind and your emotions and your head screams for you god's not here god's not available but he's there all the time she turned around and he called by the name hey mary hey joe hey carrie hey maggie hey daniel hey and then she woke up nobody's disposable jesus is there for mary for the full of fear disciples for Thomas, for all of them, and for Mary. And she said to her, I, I've got a mission for you. I know you are crying, but you don't have to. You are sad, you don't need to. There's a new time, a new day, a new season coming. Go tell 
to my brothers. It's amazing how Jesus works with people like us. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes uh, in the morning, I'm not the champion of the faith. I'm not full of joy. But sometimes I am. But sometimes <laughs> my emotions and my brain and my head is saying, God's not here. So I was reading this text. And there's a message here. <clears throat> Don't let yourself be guided by your emotions because we walk by faith and not by sight. Don't let your emotions lead you. If you are overwhelmed and worried, hey, Jesus is alive and he is there. And I'm sure you have signs of his presence around you all the time. Look, you have a family, you have a church, you have friends, you have a house, you have love, you have people that love you and care about you. It's God's presence, it's Jesus. So in the end, he said to her, he said, go, tell for my brothers, for the disciples, hey, peace is the first sentence come out of his mouth. And verse 19, peace, shalom, peace over their lives. And the Holy Spirit over them. And for Thomas, he said, hey, Thomas, are you happy because... You are seeing my scars, my nail marks. That's why you are happy. Let me tell you, Thomas, there are some guys in Crowley in 21st century. They're not seeing nothing, but they still believe. <laughs> it's you and me. That text is about you and me. It's not only about Mary and disciples and Thomas. And if, uh, the amazing part is if I was Thomas in the end of the test, chapter 20, he asked, uh, how can I check this? I want to see his marks, his wounds. If it was me, I don't know. I, I would not ask for the nail marks, but maybe I want to see Jesus shining like sun on his white robes, maybe something like that. But he asked, he asked um, to see the marks, the pain, the wounds. Jesus is with those who are suffering, is confusing, and with fear. To say, hey, there is peace, there is a mission, there is a new time for you and me. And these days, in this weird season that we are all facing, uh, maybe you are thinking about your future or your kids or everything. Maybe you are watching this video here on Facebook or YouTube, I don't know. You don't need to cry. He is alive. Our hope is in Him. Our faith is in Him. He is in the... Uh, you don't have the tomorrow. You don't have the future. You have Jesus. And He's enough. I'm going to ask you uh, to pray now. On the next, I'll hand over now and we'll have a worship time and I'll have a prayer time. But I want to ask you to pray for your heart, for your emotions and ask for the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to see clearly Jesus is stand with you. So I'm going to hand over for the guys now. Thank you for watching this.